Hey everyone, this is Matthew Bell with Startup Revival. Today we're going to hear from Ryan Raffles, the founder and CEO of Newchip. He's raised close to $3 million for his startup and he's going to share with you his number one tip for how you can get started on developing your business today. All right, everyone, welcome to Startup Revival. This is Matthew Bell host and founder of Startup Revival, and I am super excited about today's guest. It's someone who I have known for, shoot, three years now at least. Uh, He is a very inspiring visionary and Christian entrepreneur located here in Austin, Texas. His name is Ryan Raffles. He is the founder and CEO of Newchip, and I'll let him explain exactly what Newchip is and does because uh, he will do it far better than I. Um, but Ryan, I want to welcome you to the program. Welcome. Hey, welcome. Uh, thank. Uh, well, actually, Shalom. Um, it's Shalom. It's, it's Friday today. Uh, thanks for having me on board. I'm excited to be here. Um, finally, sitting down and not just talking amongst each other or on God TV, but actually, that's getting some more and more out to the masses. Uh, so, New Chip is an investment platform uh, at a core, right? Um, so, Ecclesiastes, um, Proverbs. You can find it all throughout the Bible about investing, and and every time it's mentioned in the Word, it says to inver- uh, invest diversely, right? Not it literally says, don't put your eggs in one basket, um, and and invest in six, no seven, no eight ventures, right? Uh, and so that's what we're called to do uh, in terms of finance. Uh, and so New Chip, we help people invest diversely into alternative assets, things like uh, startups, early stage companies, pre-IPO, real estate, um, debt lending, right? Things that are not just on the public markets. Uh, and not just that, we help companies raise capital, um, small businesses, whether it's uh, an awesome coffee shop to the next tech startup. Awesome. So I love that. You jump right in and that's part of your, you know, your fire and your passion. Uh, you, you jump right into it, uh, cast the vision. But I think it would be really valuable uh, to get to know you a little bit. So you you know, started off, and I think using the word shalom, you know, that may or may be new to some folks. Uh, but you are a messianic Christian. Um, you have a really interesting personal background. So first and foremost, you you shared with me that you know you're a son of God before you are an entrepreneur. But tell me a little bit about you know your personal background. You know how long you've been an entrepreneur. You know uh, how has God you know pushed you into entrepreneurship or brought you into this journey. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what got you to this point that you're at today. So, um, uh, it depends how much time we have. Um, so the current let's company, do the, at, let's do um, the con- concise version of it. Cause I do want to talk more it. about new chip, but go as deep as you can in a couple minutes. Cool. So, um, where we are today is really just God called me uh, to this kind of new. The, the, literally, the laws changed. Someone sent me this article, and I was called to start this company to help people, right? Um, to literally help businesses. And um, you know, when we started this, we were just on the ground, uh, no money, no revenue, no anything. And He gave us all the resources to make it happen. Um, he's continually done that over the last three years. Um, you know, there's been tussles with him where I didn't want to listen and he, he wouldn't take us that way. But the moment I started listening, everything came together and it worked. Um, and yeah. Cool. So you, you mentioned resources. So, you know, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, you shoot all day long. Uh, we get tons of emails. Uh, we have a, you know, have the active Facebook group. You said something very, you know, matter of factly, which is God gave us all the resources we need to start this business. So you had this idea, you wanted to change the world by creating this uh, new investment platform that brings investors together with potential companies that they can invest in, helps companies get access to capital. And you said that 
you know, God brought you all the resources. He gave you this idea and brought you all the resources you need. Uh, so does that mean you were just sitting on the couch and money fell out of the sky or did you have to, you know, hustle? What was it? What was that? What did it actually look like to recruiting and gaining those resources? And what were those resources that made it possible? So it looks a lot like 80 hour weeks. Um, but it, it was one of the things that, um, no matter how much time I put in or worked on things, um, whenever, you know, you, you pray and ask God for it literally falls out of the sky, right? You're looking for someone for three months for a role you can't fill. And then you just say, you know what, I'm going to pray on it real quick. And literally someone the next day or next week says, Hey, I want to do this job and I know I won't make as much money, but I'll come there and I'll do it. I'll do whatever it takes. To- totally get that. So the power, the power of prayer in um in your business that's that's been a, a focal point for you and and you know guys if you're listening you don't really know new chip or my relationship to ryan i've actually been kind of on the on the back end of new chip helping to advise and, and help them grow to where they are today in an advisory level and and i've heard a lot of the ups and downs which happens with startup life and ryan and i often get together we pray for new chip and and the testimony that follows is typically we, when we finally sat down and remembered to pray about the situation, it resolved itself or, you know, a miracle took place and that we got an investor call the next day. Um, talk a little bit more. You know, I think it would be really interesting because this is something that gets overlooked for entrepreneurs and business people, which is the power of actually praying into your business and through your situations on a daily basis. So give, give if you could, some examples, like, you know, more specifically about the power of prayer that you've seen manifest in 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 your in your entrepreneurial journey and what that looks like. So, what it looks like is um, I was kind of explaining a lot of, uh, a minute ago was largely it's just a you know every time I give up and get, let God right um, He always brings it in whether it's capital whether it's the you know next investment it's the revenue side the right people and it usually happens immediately right um, and it's it's by faith right because I know He's real I know He's God I know He has the power to do it. And I know by asking him, he'll give it to me, right? Um, and so, like, that's where the power comes in that, you know, bring prayer into the boardroom, bring prayer into the decision making process, um, bring it, it on people that you think will never change. And you pray and say, God, please just work in them and change them and bring your love into their life, right? And the next thing you know, they find that love, right? And they change. Um, and so, everything we do is through us and the flesh. Everything we ask him to do is through the spirit. And um, it's it's made whole and and real. That's awesome. That's great. So talk to me. You know, tell me a little bit. Let's let's dig into new chip a little bit more. So um, just to set the stage, obviously you're you're a Christian entrepreneur. Uh, you have I know you deep uh, you know, personally uh, that you put God first and foremost in your life, and that has enabled you to really be successful to where you are today. But you know, what was it like? You know, how long have you been around? You know, where are you at as a business? How big's the team? Uh, what's it like running a company? Let's dig into New Chip a little bit deeper as far as your day to day and what you're doing um, and, you know, how you're changing the world. So me personally, what I do is not that important. Um, it's the CEO, right? I'm managing managers who manage things. Um, every once in a while, I get the, the opportunity to coach or counsel or spend some time to help someone through a problem. And that's like the magic moments for me to really be able to, to counsel someone on something, whether it's personal or business, um, and really give to them, right? Besides just kind of checking in and, and or going and hiring someone uh, or being able to talk to a business that we uh, helped or a business that we're going to help. Um, those are always the magic moments that give me the energy and really let me know that, that this is what we're doing and it works, right? Um, and so that's what I love. 
Um, but on a day to day, right, standard CEO stuff, you know, managing managers, going and raising money, um, whatever burning thing is going on, there's a burning bush in the room, you got to go talk to it, right? Uh, whether that's an investor or God or, you know, anything else going on. Um, and that kind of sums up my day to day. It sounds monotonous, I guess, in a way, but it's always something new and you never know what you're going to come into. Um, and so, you know, when I tell people about startups, it, it's one of the hardest things to do, um, starting a business, starting a startup, it's one of the hardest things in yourself, your health, your family. Um, and really, I, unless you're called to do it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, um, you really should pray a lot on and spend a lot of time with God on because, um, if he, if it's not something he wants for you, um, then, you know, the, the challenge of making that successful without God in the process, um, I don't know what I would have done. We wouldn't be here today if not for God in this process, right? Uh, for all the time he's helped us out, brought the right people in, fixed things, right? Fixed people. Um, I, we wouldn't be here at all. And so just all through my own work and, and words and, and knowledge, um, it just, it wouldn't be a possibility. And I'm a smart guy and I've done a lot of great things. And so to think that, you know, I could do anything without him is just kind of, um, it's foolish, but also there's a lot of people that go in and do this, right? So I'm going to give advice to an entrepreneur or someone young or older, right? That's saying, I want to start a business or I'm still in my business right now. Do I keep it going? What do I do? Right? Uh, the answer, it's so common, so easy, but we always, uh, fail to remember is just, you know, pray on it. Spend a lot of time in prayer. Sometimes I spend hours every week uh, just in, in church, whether it's worship or this or in the house, just praying on, okay, what are we doing on this? We, and, and literally uh, most of the time, God gives me a direct answer and says, do this, right? Um, <laughs> Matt can attest to, I'll be in the middle of worship praying on something and I'm, I'm taking notes on my phone at the same time. I'm literally looking down at God, okay, do this, this, and this. Great. Because um, it's that the direct connection, right? Um, and you can build that, you can have it. And that's what he wants is that relationship. Right. Um, and so there's a lot that goes into it. And, uh, yeah, if I can say that's how my day to day works and, you know, if I can help you in your day to day, I think that's, you know, if you're an entrepreneur listening to this today, ask yourself, you know, did I pray when I woke up this morning? Did I pray before I went into this meeting? Right. I'm, I'm going to fire this person or I'm going to hire this person. Did I pray on that activity? Right. Did I ask God if that was the right thing to do? And when you give that up, I mean, it's kind of like you're giving up the CEO chair to God. Like it's literally what you're doing because you're saying, God, make these decisions for me um, or help me make them right and show me the path. Um, it's it's kind of a tussle because sometimes you don't want to give that power up because it's like, oh, man, you know, you're not really doing the work anymore. Right. It's actually on one hand, it's easy because you're not doing the work anymore. On the other hand, it's like from a power standpoint, it's like, oh, I'm not really in charge here. Right. But isn't that how it always is in, in life? Right. Right. When we realize these things happen to us and we always come to the standpoint of like we're never in charge, whether it's the government our taxes, whether it's our daily lives, relationships. God is always in charge. He's always in command. Whether we give him the reins or not, um, he's there and he's driving the ship. That's really powerful. Actually, one thing you said, I'm just going to reiterate, is you know when we submit in prayer to whatever it is we're dealing with, our or our business as a whole, you're actually making the you know the the prophetic act of making God the CEO of your company, which is really really interesting, and it flips the entire business you know, paradigm on its head. You know, if you look at Silicon Valley or New York on Wall Street, you know, uh, there there is very much, you know, often a fleshly motivation and a striving. Um, but this kind of thinking is very different, which is really cool. So obviously, you know, 
we get a good sense of who you are and how you operate your business from from your heart, which is what you're sharing with us, which is really really nice to hear and refreshing comparatively to the you know the rest of how the world operates. But obviously, as Christians, we're not immune to trials and obstacles and things like that. Can you can you give an example of maybe a roadblock or a trial or an obstacle that you encounter that? you know, looked really, uh, really challenging. Maybe it looked like the peak of Mount Everest, but, you know, you submitted it to prayer and God helped you overcome it. And what did that look like? What, what to help us understand how you've overcome some, some things to get to where you are today? Um, there's been a lot of things, right? Um, there's the people side, right? I've had people that, um, you know, they, they make some mistakes and, you know, whether it's spiritual, uh, in their own lives or where else. And like, I've helped try to like lead those people in. I've brought them in on prayer as well. Um, and we, we saw some progress, right. But ultimately they're the ones in control and charge of their lives. And as far as they know, right. And if they don't choose, uh, God and he chooses another path for them, sometimes they're never going to get right in terms of the business side. And you have to pray on it and see where God wants you to be on their lives, right? Because sometimes, uh, you know, God, it's one of those things that um, what's right for their spiritual life and what's right for the business aren't always aligned, right? And it takes a lot of prayer to say, I'm going to let, you know, um, I'm going to try to let this person go and in, in the best way and loving way possible in a way that you can, you know, um, I let someone go yesterday and, you know, it's like every time I ever do that, I, I don't like to do it in a, in a bad way. I like to, you know, give them a hug, say, Hey, I'm going to help you out, get a job, right? I'm going to connect you in. Um, I'm going to, you know, I want to find a place for you. Um, it's not in this kingdom, in this house, right? But there is a place in God's kingdom, right? And I'm here for you in that spiritual way. Um, and there's, it's, you know, the, from a job role, you're somewhere else, right? Um, because I found in my experience, most people, if you do good in recruiting and you spend time on it, right? And you, you have a good team and you spend time kind of vetting them from a moral and a character standpoint. Uh, when people make mistakes, it's not because they're, they're trying to break things. They're not trying to hurt the business, right? Everyone's heart typically is in the right place. Uh, and they're trying to do what's best for the business and themselves, right? Um, and what's usually best for themselves is sometimes and usually aligned with the business. Not always, but um, if you have a business that's aligned that way, which is ours is that way, a meritocracy, right? If you do well, we reward that. Um, then people do well there. Um, but sometimes people just don't have the skills or the experience or they can't grow enough, right? Um, or they have spiritual issues in their own life to get in the way. Um, and so that's, that's, that's the biggest overcoming, right? That's, that's a constant challenge. Um, it's a startup itself, right? Um, from the funding side, right? Most companies don't make money off the ground. So you're just putting money in to, for the hope of eventual return, right? Um, and keeping that aligned and praying on that every day and getting the team on board. Cause it's when it's, it's like being in charge of a family. So we, uh, I believe that, um, a man and a woman, right, should come together and uh, when they're married and the man is the spiritual leader in the home. And so he is now responsible for the spiritual leadership of his wife, his children, and everyone that comes under that umbrella, right? Uh, an aunt that lives in the home is now under his spiritual umbrella. It's the same thing in a company. even And it's even harder in a company because they're all under your spiritual umbrella and you don't have the actual, like, you have fiscal control. Like you, you, just like a kid, you can cut off their allowance, you can do things like that, but you don't have authoritarian control in terms of their personal life, right? That it used to be that way in many businesses for thousands of years, right? Uh, but today, people do control their lives, and they have a lot of authority to go find another job or things. So balancing out like the respect for authority and the spiritual leadership and being able to lead as a Christian um, and lead non-Christians today 
is one of the most difficult things you can do on a daily basis. Yeah, there's there's a lot there that you said that's really powerful. I want to hit on one thing. You know, the the people aspect. You know, particularly as a Christian, and and I think particularly for you because I know you and I can say this. I think you have a pastoral call on your life. Uh, you know, who knows? We may see Ryan the pastor someday. Um, and you care very deeply about your your herd, your your flock, so to speak. And you know, letting people go is not easy for anyone. But uh, you know, you know, it's particularly harder, I think, if we are Christians and we don't want to impact someone's livelihood in a negative way. Um, but we also have a, you know, I've been talking with some of my business partners that, you know, what we want to do as far as the leadership culture that we uh, employ is that we want to always honor our people. And you know what, if someone is not a fit for the job and you keep them around just because you don't want to fire them, that's actually not honoring them. We want to actually bless them to go and find something they're going to be really good at and excel at and it's going to be a good fit for them. So I think that's a really interesting, uh, really interesting point you make and how hard it is. But you know, it also is something that needs to be done as a CEO. And it's one of the harder aspects of being a CEO is making those tough decisions on who, who to hire and who to fire. Um, so I want to shift gears for a second. Um, uh, actually, can I add one more thing? Please do. Um, so I, I like to always look at the parables um, because they're always the simplest way to look at it, right? If you look at a business as a vineyard, right? Um, and God gives us these people and these things, and th- these are our trees, right? And uh, you know, the ones that bear fruit, we invest in. The ones that don't bear fruit, we have to cut from the herd, right? Um, and the same thing goes with the you know the talents. God gives us things. Uh, he gives us things to hold. And if we're not showing return, right? He's investing in us. If God literally gives us money. Right, and he sends us these checks, sends us these people, and gives us these things under us. He's actually trusting us to invest in these things, care for them, right? And we're not to abuse them, we're not to take advantage of them, and we're not to just hold them and not make them grow, right? Um, and so there's many ways you can look at it, but a business is the same thing. And uh, he gives us these things, these people, and we're, we have to, you know, maintain our flock. We have to, you know, take care of the plantation. We have to invest the talents, right? Um, and, and make it all work out. Um, because you know, that, that, that's, that's what he's called us to do in the business side. We're not all called to go uh, on the streets in sackcloth. Um, some of us are called to help build the kingdom. Um, and that many of us are called to do that. If you look at it on a, on a stat, uh, point of view, right? Many of us are called to build the kingdom and just whether we're carpenters we're business leaders we're bankers, right? And everything we do, we're building a kingdom. Yeah, that, that's really powerful. I think that, you know, there's so much I have it's interesting because I have some agnostic and atheistic friends who read the Bible and study it just because they know there's value in gaining it. But you know, when you have Holy Spirit in you as a Christian, it illuminates the power of the scripture and you know the stories that Jesus told, which are, you know, as relevant then as they are today, uh irrelevant today as they are then. So I think that's really interesting. So um well, you know, I do want to shift gears. I want to hear a little bit more. So one of the things you know, we we are motivated to do it with, at Startup Revival and with this podcast is we want to inspire, motivate, and launch Christian entrepreneurs. And you at New Chip, you guys have something exciting on the horizon that you guys just launched that may be applicable to anyone who's listening who's interested in starting a company or already has a company. It is the New Chip Accelerator. So I have checked it out. I think it looks great. It is a non-equity accelerator, meaning folks don't have to give up uh, you know, stock in their company to be a part of it, and they get a whole lot of value from it. But I want you to you know, just share a little bit about this. This is, a, this is an exciting thing. I think it's really relevant to our audience and um, would love to hear you know, what you guys are doing to help entrepreneurs through the accelerator. Awesome. So it's one of those things that I, I, I do a lot of uh, 
I believe everything in life is transactional. Um, so, and, 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 and to teach people this, I always have, you know, if someone wants to buy time, I have them bring me tacos or something, anything, right? So that, that they know that, hey, I'm trading this for this because we should never expect anything free. There's always a cost. Um, God calls us to, he doesn't give us anything free either, right? There is a, a cost to things, right? Um, there was a cost to sin. It was paid for us, right? But there still was a cost, right? Um, that's, that's a fundamental law in the universe. Um, and so that's something we've built with the program is to teach entrepreneurs to value other people. It's one of our fundamental beliefs. Be coachable, be humble, value those people that, that come into your life that give you value uh, because that's, that's what you can do as a business. And that's what opens so many doors for people. Um, so taking the three, four or five, you know, all of the years of experience and the companies I've, I've been in, started or worked with and saying, this is how I've raised funding. This is how I've raised money and helping entrepreneurs with that. Um, that's what we do in the accelerator because there's so many companies that come to us. They say, we're a great company. We have sales. We have this, but I need help fundraising, right? Um, and I've, I've done very well at that. People in Austin always say I'm like the king of fundraising. I don't think I am, but I do know very well how to fundraise. And there's a couple of fundamental beliefs that we teach in the program. Um, there's a great – there's a, more content than you can in, consume in, in probably a year or two because I'm going to keep adding to it continually. But um, the idea, just from a fundamental standpoint, is that um, – you shouldn't go in entitled just because you have an idea doesn't mean anything, right? Um, just because you have a business doesn't mean anything. You should always respect people, and having that respect is is a fundamental um, like core value to love, right? We should love our neighbor, so I should love you and the time that you're offering me, and I should give you something in return. Same way God says a servant should be rewarded for their uh, their work, right? The uh, minister should not be free. Right, um, it, you should take care of your minister. You should give him food. You should take care of the team that helps you. Right. So if he calls to do that on the on the, the lowest servant, we should do that to the people that say, "Hey, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you advice. I'm going to give you mentorship." Right. And it could be as simple as buying them lunch. And simple things like that separate you from the other 99% of entrepreneurs that say, hey, I've got an idea and it's the best idea in the world and you should just give me your money that you worked hard for because I deserve it because I had an idea and because I'm special, right? Um, and so if, if that's you and you're special, probably not a fit for the program. But if you're a humble, God-loving person that respects thy neighbor, respects people, uh, we can help you take that and take it even further than you imagined in terms of finding investors, connecting to them, how to build those relationships, and how to like see them not as just money cows where you just milk them for money, but actual people that worked hard for their money and they're trusting you and that you have to make some kind of return for them just as God would expect from you. That's a great. Um, I love it. So, you know, I went through an accelerator in shoot five years ago in my last with my last startup. Um, there's a whole lot of value in it, guys, uh, to, from, you know, getting access to courses and content and things that can help you where you may be weak and, you know, don't have experience from, you know, gaining access to a network of mentors and investors. And the new chip accelerator program, you know, listen, it's a 13 week online program. You get group coaching, webinars, you get quizzes and tests to help you along to make sure you're, you know, absorbing what's being taught. And uh, you also get access, you know, to all of New Chip's hundred and what twenty thousand investors on the platform, so it's really an awesome, awesome yep. program. So it's highly, highly recommend it. So just want to make sure they know how to get there, guys. Go to newchip.com, and at the top you'll see a little tab for accelerator. Click that, and you'll be able to apply. So anything else you want to share about the accelerator? You could also go to get.newchip.com, and that'll take you right to the accelerator as well. Cool. So while we, uh, you know, we'll shift gears. While we, you know, kind of transition and work to land this plane, um, 
you know, I think this has been great. New Chip is, uh, you know, a vision I believe in. Obviously, we we have a great relationship, and I want to see you guys flourish, and you personally. But I think you've really brought an interesting perspective on the power of prayer and letting God be your CEO uh, of your business, which is a unique perspective for sure. Um, but one thing we always like to do as we're kind of, you know, as we wrap up is we we like to give a, a piece of unique uh, advice to the audience that they can put into practice right away. So if you if if you have if we have some entrepreneurs who are listening or folks who are interested in starting their business for the first time, what as a Christian CEO, someone who's been doing it for 3 years, someone who's raised, you know, 3 million dollars, someone who has built a, a business um, you know, from 0 to to 1, uh, so to speak, what what would be your number one piece of personal advice that you would give to someone who is in that situation today? Um, I'm not sure if this is from God or from me, but here's a challenge to everyone listening, right? Um, and I'm, my microphone moves. So um, the challenge is um, just literally think think for a second. Um, if you're in business right now, what are the challenges on your plate? Write down the top five things you're having issue with and write them down in detail, right? Um, this is this, the, number one, number two, number three, and all the bullets, right? And give exactly what you need to solve that challenge. Write it all down. Um, and if you're, a, a, you know, just thinking about starting a business, you don't know where to go yet, or you have an idea, right? Do the same thing. What are the challenges to solving that business? Just starting it. What are the ideas you have, right? Write all those things down in, in heavy detail, right? And then just sit down and pray on it, right? Take it to church, put it in your pocket, carry it around with you for a week until you get an answer from God, pray on it, fast on it, and, and see what he wants you to do with it, right? And see if he's going to answer those things, because guess what? He's going to right? Um, and if you pray and you ask for it, he's going to solve those things. He's going to say, you know what, maybe that's not exactly the way I would solve it, but he's going to give it to you, right? There's going to be a solution to no matter what you, whatever you think it is, right? Like you say, basically like where this, this exercise is saying, God, this is the problem. This is what I think the solution is. Um, I need your help with this problem and the solution. But at the end of the day, I'm giving into your will. And if this is not the problem you see, if there's not the thing, then great. I just need you in this business. I need you in this idea. I need you right now with me, uh, helping me decide on what path to go on. Do I become a stay-at-home father? Do I do this business? Whatever it is, it's challenges in your life, your business. Write those things down. And if you don't spend an hour praying on it, and like I'm not talking about the long exuberant prayer you sometimes hear, oh, holiest father, right? I'm talking just talk to God. Read that out to God. Uh, close your eyes literally in bed, on the floor, wherever, and just talk to him. Just literally the way you would talk to a friend is you're complaining about a problem. Say, God, this is going on. I don't know what to do, right? Just throw it all onto God's plate and he will answer you. That's great. Well, guys, hear that advice, submit it to God in prayer, give it all to him and he will he will not fall short and he will guide you every step of the way. Ryan, thank you so much for having, uh, for joining us today. Uh, we just bless you. We, we hope uh, new chip succeeds and prospers. And guys, if you want to follow Ryan, he's very active on Facebook. Uh, find him go search Ryan raffles. That's Ryan R A F O L S. Um, you will get nuggets of inspiration. He's also in the startup revival group. So be sure to say hi to him. Ryan, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. And if you do add me, make sure to send me a message so that way I know you're from this group. Awesome. You heard it. Ryan, we'll have you back on soon. God bless. God bless.